Welcome to the Hold for Release podcast. I'm Kevin, a private pilot and an instrument-rated pilot here to talk about the U.S. airline industry. I'll provide my thoughts on aviation news, financial reports, and updates along with some personal flight experience. The Hold for Release podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not meant to be an official report for any investment advice, news, or aviation guidelines. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Now let's get into it. Welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about a couple of things uh, here on the podcast. Just to start off, just going to talk about some quick stocks. Over the past week, um, you know, airlines have a very similar trend in stocks. Um, I realize I'm really just kind of jumping into this episode, but um, pretty much every airline, you know, had a steady, slow increase um, with like a very high spike um, on August 5th. So a couple days ago on Thursday, right before the week ended, uh, they kind of came back down um, as the week started today, uh, Then, but still managed to, uh, you know, the one week ago versus today, still managed slight profits for the most part for most airlines, um, very slow, you know, and, and that's something that I've been monitoring over, good, over a good bit of time is that a lot of airlines kind of move in the same direction, uh, same trend uh, in the in the stock market as it should be, um, which makes sense completely. However, Boeing, uh, Boeing company is just pretty much completely different. It kind of monitors its own trend, which also makes sense because that's, you know, it's not an airline. Anyway, so, um, so that's the stock market. Airlines, you know, for the most part did well. Um, let's see. So today I'm going to be talking about a couple things. There are no huge stories. Um, just a, a good bit of minor things. The headline for this podcast is definitely going to be, um, it's called Northwest Pacific Airlines or Northwest, Northwest Pacific Airways. I'm going to look that up real quick. Um, it, it, let's see. Sorry. It's. Okay, so it's like not even on, it's like not even on Google yet. I I just read it. Um, I think it's Northwest Pacific Airway Airlines. Uh, anyway, that's minor, minor. So clear, clearly, it's in the early stages. But anyway, um, kind of got off track there. It is like this U.S. to Asia, uh, low cost carrier, but it makes a stop in Anchorage, um, and so they they. It's cool. So I'll go ahead and get into it right now. So Northwest Pacific Airlines, U.S. to Asia and back with a stop in Alaska. And their idea is um, to connect you to these two, you know, continents via the state, this this really neat state um, and city. And they want you to spend a day or two in Alaska um, and then going on your way. So, you know, they're targeting... Tokyo and Seoul um, in Asia, uh, and then Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York, Las Vegas, and Orlando in the United States. So for instance, it would be a flight Los Angeles up to Anchorage and then over to Tokyo, um, or Seoul to Anchorage and then down to San Francisco, or something like that. Um, They... 
they're they have a good idea in, in this is it's a low cost carrier so a lot of these flights that go um directly from los angeles to tokyo are expensive very expensive on these mainline carriers uh, very expensive so their idea is to hey let's go from point a to b via like a point you know a and a half or something like that um like a, a quick pit stop but their mindset is we want you to get off the plane we want you to experience alaska we want you to get out and you know see this beautiful state i've been to alaska before i went a couple years ago it's a beautiful state um, so initially right off the bat i think it's a good idea i think it's a really good idea i do have some concerns there's no doubt about it a lot of people when they're traveling um, they want to go from point a to point b as quickly as possible um, another thing is alaska is a massive state you it's going to be really hard to get from to get people who are on this traveling thing and then if your goal is to get people to see alaska like there's so much land and anchorage is not the coolest part of the state not by any means um and so to solve that thought um they're thinking let's you know in order to get people to see this state in this connection city for their so-called layover there they have this sister carrier called raven alaska uh, r-a-v-n not sure if i'm pronouncing that right but from my understanding it's to take them deeper into the state so it'll be you know instead of going from los angeles to anchorage to tokyo and you think oh hey there's this really cool place up in fairbanks alaska uh, i want to go see that so that's following totally falling into um northwest northwest pacific airlines business model they want you to go from uh you know a u.s city to an asian city via anchorage and then another smaller city in alaska so they may you may say all right let's go from los angeles to anchorage but while we have this two-day layover in anchorage let's go take one of raven air raven alaska's planes to fairbanks um and then back spend a you know 12 hours in fairbanks then fly back to anchorage and then i don't know the next day fly to tokyo something something along those lines good idea it's a good idea but i definitely have my concerns um you know it's on a lot of people's bucket list to go to a bunch of different cities and travel in a bunch of different countries i think it's a great idea you can kind of knock off like asia and alaska in one trip one one fairly easy trip with one airline that's low cost um they haven't released any um, fares or routes yet, uh, I understand, because this is very new. I mean, this this news kind of broke yesterday, um, which I saw it online. So I, I don't know. I, I'm interested to keep up with this and keep track of how this is going to process, but it's interesting. So it it's a good format. It's a good format. My other concern is a lot of people, when they're on, when they're on a trip or they're retired, is they're thinking, all right, I want to spend this trip and just go to Asia. And then maybe in nine months from now, I want to go to Alaska and enjoy those trips separately. You know, some people are different. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, very new airline. They're, they, like I said, they're low cost. They're not going to be ultra low cost. So they're not going to be like a Spirit or an Allegiant or a Frontier. They're going to be low cost. So, you know, a Southwest and Alaska, JetBlue, around those, those they have are planning on 12 757s 
by 2023. Um, I was kind of curious, thinking, all right, are these going to be brand new? Because the 757 is, it's not the best airline airplane to get new because it's pretty old, not the best in fuel efficiency, some other problems. But no, they're planning on getting retired airplanes and then kind of bidding out cargo carriers and then making it their airplane, giving it a paint job, doing, doing, redoing the interior, getting it fixed up and um, kind of almost restoring it to be their airplane. That is a great idea and I credit their team for coming up with that. Um, rather than getting a brand new airplane, kind of like what you see Breeze is doing. I, I Actually, I don't even know if Breeze is a, has a new airplane, but um, they want used airplanes so they can get it at a discount and start it off that way. I think that's a great idea, a great phenomenal idea, especially for a low cost carrier. Great idea. Um, people are comparing them to Iceland Air and Copa Airlines in that sort of sense. Uh, I can understand Iceland Air better because they're going to an area that is, uh, in my mind, it's similar to Alaska. Um, and they're kind of a low cost carrier as well. Like I said, I think this is a great idea. This is kind of the headline for today. Uh, it's really interesting and it's really unique. Um, there's like, you never see an airline whose business model is like an itinerary. Their business model is to get you to get off the airplane in Anchorage at a layover and go explore Alaska and then come back and fly back while also getting you from point A to B in this, in these two continents. I think it's a tremendous idea. Now, just because it's a good idea doesn't mean that it's going to work. So I'll be, I'm very interested to see how this is going to work. Definitely, you know, by seeing how this is going to play out, how much their seats are going to cost, what kind of low cost carrier, um, trajectory are they going to play, how their sales are doing, how many flights they have a day. They've got a lot of, um, kind of logistical stuff to figure out, which they've got a good bit of time to do so. I think it's a great idea overall. In other news, SkyWest Airlines uh, agrees to 16 new Embraer 175 uh, operating for Delta Airlines. And SkyWest is still the world's largest operator of the E-175. I was actually just on an E-175 a couple days ago for Delta on SkyWest. Um, and there was a ton of them. There were a ton of them in the fleet. Not too much comments to say that over, the, over uh, besides the pilot sh shortage and staff shortage, which may be a little risky right now to be ordering all these new airplanes. So I'm, I'm a little skeptical about that, but you know, it's an order's an order. It's great for the Embraer and it's great for SkyWest. And then Envoy is beginning to bring out at least seven E-170 planes out of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, Envoy operates the E-175 and the uh, E-145 and maybe the E-140, I can't really remember. Uh, so, you know, it's similar to the E-175 in that sense. Nothing huge about that. Seven airplanes, good for them. Um, you know, the more airplanes in the sky, the better. It's my mindset um, and, until you start losing money. Okay, in other news, some other fun stuff here that has been happening um, in the past couple months, especially. So the FAA, in, in just the past couple days, has asked airport staff to monitor... Um, alcohol consumption of people in airports and the reason is because there's been a tremendous rise in physical confrontations on commercial flights uh, and it turns out most of them are over masks you know flight attendants 
are required to say, hey, you have to wear your mask over your nose and mouth, as they should, as these airlines should. You know, it's their job to say these to people. And of course, people in airports and on airplanes are already kind of on edge. They're already kind of ticked off a bit. Something, if they are very offended by these masks, I don't know why anyone would be because it's out of safety for everyone. They, they just lose it and just there are fights that break out. There have been 3,700 cases of unruly passengers so far in 2021, and it's only August. It's only early August. And that I believe that's by, uh, the stat is by NBC and the FAA. So that, that's – and I don't think that's going to slow down. I think there are going to be many, many more unruly passengers bec- mostly because of the masks. I don't think alcohol has that much to do with it. I think it's mostly over these masks. Spirit Airlines cancels 2,000 flights due to lack of staff, uh, weather problems, tech problems, and maintenance. I don't know what to say about this. Spirit Airlines is in trouble. They've always kind of been lacking behind. They've got a repu- They've got a certain reputation in the United States. That's all I'm going to say. If you tell someone you're flying Spirit, they're going to say, oh, they're going to chuckle and say, good luck. Um, and they're kind of a meme in that sense. And this is not a good look for them whatsoever. You know, every single U.S. airline is struggling with keeping up in demand. I'm going to do a whole other episode on this, but every single airline is having trouble with this. But Spirit Airlines, for some reason, just did a horrible job this past week. I mean, 2,000 flights because of this? I mean, it, it just it, it's not a good look for them. It's really not. Um, Like I said, I'll get into how every airline is dealing with this in a later episode, but just not a good look for Spirit. Um, You know, it just just makes them look even worse than they they really are. An ultra-low-cost carrier, and then this happens. It's not good. It's really not good. Um, This can't happen. Realistically, what's happening with every airline is COVID just brought every airline, every airplane to a halt. No one was flying anymore after like the greatest travel summer of 2019 ever. Um, So many people were traveling left and right. Everyone was, was getting in airplanes and then it all stopped. And these airlines just took a beating because it was so unpredictable and it, it, it just happened overnight. Well, a lot of people thought that airlines would take a lot longer to recover, but actually people are wanting to get up back in the air now again, you know, faster than people expected. And even before COVID, there's, there was a big pilot shortage and it's really going to hit hard in the next five to 10 years. And then maybe even worse after that. Um, but you know, this is just the, the continuum of the pilot shortage. And so a lot of these airlines gave incentives to kind of take uh, unpaid leave or retired early. So now they have even less pilots than normal. A lot of most pilots are back to work. I don't know if any if, if there's any company that has their pilots furloughed right now. I could be wrong, so don't quote me on that. But you know, every airline struggling with it. These guys just did a really bad job this past week, um, and it's not a good look for them. Even their CEO said, "We need to do better. We need to learn from this and do better." Frankly, I don't know how many more weeks you can have like that and still be in business. So you better learn quickly is, is what I think, you know. 
but it is a learning opportunity for every airline not just spirit so that's my thought on that anyway uh, in other news kind of along the lines of the unruly passengers there's a passenger on a frontier airlines flight who had to get duct taped to a seat after allegedly allegedly groping and hitting a flight attendants i don't even know what to say uh i mean here, here are my thoughts about these unruly passengers to this extreme is it is so it, it damages the airline so much um it makes them look bad that's one thing it it hurts their staff flight attendants won't, won't don't want to come to work if this is going to happen if they're going to get punched in the face they don't want to come to work if that's going to happen uh, flight attendants already have deal with grumpy people tough schedules and it's a tough life and that that's kind of overlooked you know pilots and flight attendants flight attendants get they don't get enough credit so when stuff like this happens it hurts Um, another thing is if a pilot makes the decision to divert because of this passenger it loses a lot of money a lot of money Um, and you know (laughs) these people get fined they get fined so they get a lot of money taken out of their pocket pocket but still it makes these airlines look horrible at the end of the day it makes them lose a lot of money because of these these passengers who just throw a fit over something small i think that is so childish of people so childish and it just hurts the airlines so much and everyone's trying to recover from covid it's just not a good look um not a good look at all like if you you're on most airlines you are required to say i've not had um contact uh, covid in 14 days no no exposure that you know of and you will abide to the face mask stuff it's not like you're going into this blindly it's not like you don't know these rules you know the rules you know that you're gonna have to wear a face mask the entire duration of the flight so it's just it's just kind of pathetic if you ask me these people but you know people just won't get along so that's that Another thing about COVID, uh, United Airlines is the first airline to require their staff to get vaccinated. Um, This came out in the past week or so from what I believe. Good move from them. I think a lot of companies are going to start doing this, requiring these uh, vaccines, especially once the FDA approves them. Then companies will start doing that left and right. I think it's a great move by Alaska. Uh, You know, it's really going to be the only way to get people back to normal. We're kind of heading in the wrong direction with the Delta variant, but... This is a good step. So anyway, kind of recapping today, um, this Northwest Pacific Airlines, uh, their whole new deal and their itinerary for their business model is great. Um, And then the FAA is monitoring alcohol consumption. Spirit Airlines had a rough week. Um, United requires staff to get vaccinated and SkyWest orders 16 new Embraer 175s for Delta. And that's about it. So thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.